As we remain standing this morning, we go to the ancient word that ought to change you and ought to change me. The word of God is not to be argued. It's beyond discussion. It is for us to embrace it, obey it, and let it change us. I take my text this morning from 1 John chapter number 5. I'm going to be reading verses 14 to 15 from the New King James Version Bible. 1 John 5, 14 to 15. And here begins the reading of God's word. Now this is a confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. I'll take that again. Now this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we asked of him. Amen. I hope you understand that if we ask anything according to his will, that is when he hears us. The Amplified Version, verse 14b, says, If we ask anything according to his will that is consistent with his plan and purpose, he hears us. This morning, I bring you the word of the Lord. That I entitle wishfulness, wishful thinking, and prayer. If you haven't caught on just yet, I'm going to help you. Wishfulness, wishful thinking, and prayer. There are two on one side, the wrong side, and there's one on the right side. The Bible says, if we ask anything according to his will, that is consistent with his plan and his purposes, that's prayer. He hears us. Anything else is wishfulness. Anything else is wishful thinking. And so perhaps if you audited your prayer time and your prayer life, you may now begin to understand why the result is the way it is. It is not everything we call prayer. This is the ancient word of God that is prayer. There's wishfulness, there's wishful thinking when I ask what I want, irrespective of what God thinks. That's a wish. When I ask something against the will of God, that is at best a wish. Someone say wishfulness. Someone say wishful thinking. But God has not called us to wishfulness. It leads to frustration and that's why some people have left God. What they call prayer was not prayer. It was wishfulness. And it's wishful thinking saying that, ah, I have, believe it, I want it. But is it established in the word of God? Is it the will of God for your life? If you pray that you want my position and it's not the will of God for you, it's wishful thinking. But God has called us to prayer. Father, we thank you this morning for the ancient word rightly dividing the word of God. So we spend less time in the desert land of wishful thinking and we move into the promised land of prayer.
prayer according to the will of God inspired by the Holy Spirit thank you Father Lord because the difference should be clear from here on to the glory of your name in Jesus name we have prayed amen You may be seated. Look at the posture of the man on the screen. Resolute in prayer. Focused. Ah, Satan, na bad man. He has deceived a lot of us, think, making us think our wishfulness is evident before God and is useful. So to the extent that the, you are deceived, Satan can go home. What you call prayer, if it's not prayer, Satan doesn't need to bother you. You're going to spend a whole lifetime wishful thinking. I'm going somewhere. There's something, I created a word I call wishcraft. Bring it up. Wishcraft is different from witchcraft. Wish is what you do when you think you're praying. It's a craft. Wishcraft is the new witchcraft. You know, we don't ride brooms anymore. We don't go to the Ahoro in our hometown anymore. That is witchcraft. The new one, the modern one, the social media one is witchcraft. Wishing what is not the will of God. Speaking what God has not said. Setting standards that is not of God. It is called witchcraft. The Lord says, my counsel, it shall stand. He says, there's no wisdom, understanding or counsel against the Lord. My counsel alone, it shall stand. Whatever wishing you're wishing, believe me, God is resolute. He respects only his word. And the days the church have been sent on an assignment in the wilderness. Wishcrafting all the time instead of praying, we will be delivered in Jesus' name. Let me define wishcraft for you. Bring it up. Wishcraft, not witchcraft. Okay, say wishcraft. Then say witchcraft. You know, your bad people can't pronounce some things well. Say wishcraft. Witchcraft. <laughs> all that witch <laughs> my mama said all that witch may God deliver us from whether it's witchcraft or witchcraft may the Lord deliver us from them that's a good place for you to say amen <laughs> now witch witchcraft is an art with which people craft their personal wishes that are not based on the word or the will of God into mock prayers or mock prayer points i'm going to post this i want you to share it i want it i want it to help the people of god to be delivered bible says the deceiver deceived them and once you're deceived listen your where you're going to end is already predictable but there will be deliverance wishcraft is an art with which people craft their personal wishes that are not based on the word or the will of God into mock prayers or mock prayer points. That's why I invite you 
to the breakthrough prayers for success in business it's a platform for inspired prayers that deliver to us the desires of our hearts you know i hear a lot of things going on and i i just shake my head just because i'm shaking my head and, and stamping my feet doesn't mean i'm praying at least to the one who answers prayers do you want your prayers to stand in the sight of men or in the power of God? Bible says that your faith may not stand in the, in, 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 in the sight of men but in the power of God. We don't have time to waste anymore. At the night vigil we prayed for Nigeria. It's not those prayer points. Long list of prayer points. God said, your problem is so dead. It's like dead men's bones, dry, brittle, no skin, no nothing, strewn all over the place, no bone near you. So, said that's how it is. He said, when you get to that point, you don't pray, you prophesy. Glory to God. There's a level of prayer called inspired prayer. I'm going to show you from the Word of God. So, stop jumping all over the place. A lot of amusement going on, and we like amusement, but it's result that counts. 1 John 14 to 15, the Living Bible. Listen to this. And we are sure of this that He will listen to us whenever we ask Him for anything in line with His will. And if we really know He's listening when we talk to Him and make our request, then we can be sure that He will answer us. It is only then a wise man. Who knows God can be sure. He will not only hear, come on now, he will answer us. We are sure of this that he will listen to us whenever we ask him for anything in line with his will. Listen is one thing. Answer is another thing. Verse 15 says, and we really know he's listening when we talk to him and make our requests according to his will. Then we can be sure that he will answer us. I hope something is clicking. Satan has done a masterful job. It's like putting a virus in your computer. He knows the computer will be misbehaving. James 4, um, where am I? Okay. That he will answer us. We can be sure. How many of us want to be sure when we pray that God will answer Okay, let me ask you another question. How many of us wonder sometimes whether God is answering us? Be honest, sometimes you say, what did happen? Baba, I've been on this matter. There's a place God says that you can be sure he will answer. We're going to get there today in Jesus' name. Now, I talk about wishcraft. Some people tell you that ask whatever you want, you receive it. It's kind of true when you ask according to his will. Based on the word of God. When you twist the word of God, it is witchcraft. When you twist the word of God, it is witchcraft. When you do it unknowingly, it is wishcraft. Some people know the word of God. And they twist it to win they twist it to get a following that is witchcraft 
but those that do it unknowingly because they lack knowledge that's why you must come to church to hear the teaching sound doctrine but those that do it out of ignorance or confusion it is wishcraft both of them get nothing from God but God wants to take us in grace assembly to a place where we can be sure that he will crown the year with goodness that he will settle us on all sides let's look at the James 4 verse 3 I hope you're learning something this is what goes wrong the CEV says yet even when you do pray your prayers are not answered because you pray come on now read with me you pray just for selfish reasons how many of us pray having God in mind real prayer cannot be about you only you in the mix of what you want where is God in it it doesn't matter what God wants. It doesn't matter what God called you to do. It doesn't matter what God wants to, to sort out. The moment all you want is what you want. This is the answer. Yet, even when you do pray, your prayers are not answered because you pray, someone say, just, just for selfish reasons. The Amplified says, you ask God for something and you do not receive it because you ask with wrong motives. How many of you remember when we do communion, I lead us to repentance. I say, Father, forgive us for the sins of our words, of our thoughts, of our actions, of our reactions, of, of our overreaction and our motives when we even appear to be doing the right things. That's why you should come to Grace Assembly. If you don't know me, I am completely deliberating what I do. Whether you understand it or not, when we get there, you will understand. You ask for something, you ask God for something, and you do not receive it. Ah, because you ask with wrong motives. Out of selfishness or with an unrighteous How many of us can God examine our agenda? How many of us can an angel examine our agenda? Agenda is the reason behind the reason. Hello? Not the reason, no. The reason behind the reason. This is one cover. This one is here. Agenda is behind this one. Agenda is one because you can never tell a man's agenda it takes the Holy Spirit and the Bible says the God with whom we have to do nothing is hidden to him the candle of the Lord it searches the motives of men's heart can I tell you so anybody telling you see when we do wishcraft you know what it is we think we can body the Lord I'll give an example. When we were students, all of us did it. When you wanted something for your parents, you know how you do your wishcraft. Come on now. Look at you. Did you not do it? You want something that if you told your parents why you want it, 
they will not give you so what do you do you sit down you calculate you craft it come on now you craft it and you knock on the door and you start to talk and your father is looking at you trying to get to the reason and when he gets to reason he still feels something is wrong and tries to get to the reason behind the reason and when it's getting too close you start getting annoyed say hey because you don't want to give me you are diverting the issue how many of us are parents do our kids try it or not do they try it or not sometimes you know they succeed but with God nothing is hidden when we go to God we want something many times we craft the wish and present it like prayer and the sad thing is that we thought God is man no God is not man God is the creator of man man can never be God oh she you 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 miss out oh she pata pata because God does not answer fool. He says, answer not a fool according to his folly. That's the Bible, Proverbs. He said, don't answer a fool. You're wasting your time. So when you wishcraft with God, he doesn't answer. He doesn't answer the prayer and he doesn't answer to even rebuke you. You go day there, long time. You're just going round and round. That, that, that will not remain our portion in Jesus' name. You ask God for something and you do not receive it and you're not asking hmm, what's wrong because God is faithful Bible says God is the one that hears prayers he says his ears are not deaf ah, to hear you no 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 he says because you ask with wrong motives out of selfishness with an unrighteous agenda he didn't say a sinful agenda the word righteous means it's different from sinful. Sinful is extreme. You can't say, God, give me permission to go and kill somebody. He won't, you know that he won't answer that question. That's a sinful prayer. Or an unrighteous prayer is <laughs> not as extreme, but it gets as it be. Come on now. Why are you acting like you don't know what, what I'm talking about? It gets as it be. Hello. It says, so that when you get what you want, you may spend it on your hedonistic desires. I read it in full. You ask God for something and you do not receive it because you ask with wrong motives and out of selfishness or with an unrighteous agenda. It does not figure God into the equation. God's will, God's desire, God's plan, God's requirement of you does not feature in that prayer. That's why it is an unrighteous agenda so that when you get what you want, you may spend it on your hedonistic desires. Now, hedonistic sounds like a crazy amount of grammar waiting we carry now. Now, I'll break it down for you. Bring forth what it says. Hedonistic means selfish, self-centered, self-serving, self-absorbed and self-indulgent agenda which one do you not understand then is it selfish do you understand selfish do you understand self-centered is all about you do you understand self-serving 
Do you understand self-absorbed? Self-absorbed means you can't even feel anybody's need. You're not concerned about the nation. You're not concerned about your pastor. You're not concerned about your spouse. You're just absorbed with yourself. And then it leads to self-indulgence. You just want to indulge every whim that you feel. You just want to indulge yourself at the expense of God and the expense of every other person. For instance, when God says tithe, and you say, I don't want to tithe, you're self-absorbed. What does God want to do with the tithe? It doesn't matter to you. It doesn't matter to you. There's a reason. There's a need for it. We had the night vigil because the night video we spent 80,000 on diesel alone and there was free tea and coffee so the total amount of money would be in the excess of 120,000 maybe the Thanksgiving offering maybe it's 20,000 or 25,000 we could not have it because we could not fund it but some people that are not hedonistic in their agenda said I know there's going to be a problem go buy the diesel they paid for the coffee and the tea and so we're able to gather comfortable we had a tea break we prayed God showed us a way supposing everybody was selfish self-centered self-serving self-absorbed and self-indulgent where would the church be that's a good place for you to clap Now, if you look at these definitions very well, look at it very well, selfish, self-centered, self-serving, self-absorbed, self-indulgent. Some people say it doesn't exist in the Bible. Give me 2 Timothy 3, verse 2a, the Message Bible. The Bible says, wishcraft will increase towards the end. How do I know? As the end approaches, read with me, people are going to be self-absorbed, money-hungry, and self-promoting. As the end approaches, wishcraft will increase. What has it got to do? Hedonistic agenda. How do you know it? It's by being self-absorbed, self-promoting, self-indulgent. God is not in the equation for the prayer you are praying and the things you want. The Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. Whatever you're asking God for, it cannot be to the detriment of your neighbor. Come on now, am I in church? You see the problem now? When I speak the truth, everybody's quiet. If, if you pray a prayer that does not take factor in the well-being of your neighbor, it's a witchcraft. Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. We can't pray for Nigeria at the detriment of um, Republic of Benin. God will not answer that kind of prayer. So that's the reason a lot of our prayers are not answered. As the end approaches, look at children. Whatever they want, they don't even factor in their parents. Our generation is not like that. I don't know, somebody ought to tell them this thing in the Bible. Bible says they will be disrespectful to their parents. They will not take in 
the expectation of the parents as if they born themselves as if they raised themselves as if they fed themselves as if they're all by themselves disconnected can we can we really talk what about in marriage the man wants a house girl that he will not pay cook sex away the wife too does not want a husband wants somebody to foot her lifestyle and so there's conflict everywhere hedonistic agenda selfish self-centered self-absorbed self-indulgent let us see the same scripture in the Amplified Classic. It says, people will be lovers of self. Come on now. Utterly. No, I'm going to start again. Ushers, help me get one bankere. If somebody does, I will do what Jesus did in the temple. Let's read it together. For people will be lovers of self and utterly self-centered lovers of money and aroused by inordinate greedy desire for wealth for who for themselves people will be utterly self-centered hedonistic in approach even when praying to god that's why it's not prayer it is witchcraft or witchcraft i take this to how it ought to be. Luke 11 verses 1 to 2. In my Bible, it is subheaded the model prayer. Not the witchcraft prayer. Not the witchcraft communication at the altar before God. It says, now it came to pass. As if God knew we're going to be sitting here. Yeah, but God knew. <laughs> now it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he sees that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray not prayer points people just need 40 prayer points and I say what does that mean teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples a real leader teaches his people how to pray that's what I'm doing now no clapping so Jesus said to them listen to this when you pray nor when you witchcraft. Say, read with me, our Father in heaven, come on now, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Your will be done on earth so that whatever you ask from God must be according to his will. However you want to live must be what? according to his will whatever you want to build should be what according to his will and so if you pray a prayer that is not according to his will that's why the bible says he does not hear what happened to us we call him lord lord but whatever he wants from our lives however he wants us to live does not matter that's why the Bible says in that day, many will say, Lord, Lord, I did this. It says, depart from me, your workers of iniquity. How come you didn't do the things that I said? How come my will was not done on earth when you knew that's the reason why I created you in the earth? 
How come you prayed and you had night videos about your hedonistic agendas? If you want God to hear your prayer, this is how you should pray. Romans 8, 26 to 27, I read. It says, likewise, the spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. Our weaknesses talks about our wishcraft and our witchcraft. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit, someone say hallelujah. Someone say hallelujah. But the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. Listen to this. Now he who searches the heart knows the mind of the, of the spirit who knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints what according to the will of god even the holy spirit will never lead you to pray except according to the holy spirit which is why when you want to pray it is better you ask the holy spirit how should i pray monday morning prayers is inspired prayers for breakthrough in and success in business it is inspired it is not somebody crafting 48 prayer points how many of them pass the test of God anyway Proverbs 15 verse 8 I'm closing it says the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord you don't have that Proverbs 15 verse 8 says the sacrifice of wicked is an abomination to the Lord but the prayer of the upright is his delight let me explain two things prayer and sacrifice are the two things there it says the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord you know what a sacrifice is it's something you give you know what a prayer is it's something you ask if you stand in front of me the person that is giving me should be easier for me to favor than the person that is asking me. The Bible says, even when the wicked is given, is an abomination. And even when the righteous is asking, is a delight. I rest my case. God is saying, when you move away from witchcraft and witchcraft, whenever you're praying, he's delighted. You don't even have to bring an offering. You don't have to bring a If a wicked person, a witchcraft practitioner, comes with a sacrifice, God spits at it. And you came asking for a child, asking for a house, and God says, I like it, I like it. That's why Psalm 37 verse 4, the Amplified Classic says, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and it will give you the desires and the secret petitions of your heart the new century version says enjoy serving the Lord and he will give you what you want stand to your feet this morning lift up your voices to the Lord and say Lord I repent of the way I have been praying teach me from now how to pray that my prayer will not be an abomination but be a delight before you begin to pray say lord holy spirit teach me how i ought to pray so that i do not 
tarry in the place of prayer because God is not hard of hearing. He delights in the prayer of the upright. I need you to really pray. Say, Lord, from today, I want my life to change. When I kneel down to pray, I want God to be delighted. Help me to get it right. Every tradition, pray about that. Every tradition I've received that is not according to the word. Every tradition of prayer, prayer points. Lord, I reject it and I hold on to the truth of the word of God. Inspire me in the place of prayer. Let the thoughts of my heart and the words of my mouth and my meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. The words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart always be acceptable in your sight. Father, we thank you for this morning. We glorify your name for the things that you have, uh, you have, you have delivered us from, from the traditions of men that have no bearing with God so that from now on we will get answers to our prayers our lives will change for better your name will be glorified in our lives thank you for this morning thank you for this word no more wishfulness no more wishful thinking that will be effective in prayers that delight the heart of God we give you thanks we give you praise in Jesus name we have prayed what kind of amen is that <laughs> That sounds like wishful thinking. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I know that the other pastors, you will do the right thing. You will prosecute this word. Deliverance is coming for the church. That's why I look at Nigeria. We have the, we have the most church nation in the world. That means the most prayer in any nation will be in Nigeria. How then? Are things like this may the Lord deliver us from wishfulness and wishful thinking and get us into prayer that God answers in Jesus name